Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Session will start in three minutes. Katri, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is September 3rd. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and me, PC has been conducting Zoom and conference calls from 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name. If you show your face and if you're a newcomer, you can let Gayatri know and then we will promote the newcomers. So you have to show your face and you have to, if you can let Gayatri know, you have never asked the question before, never got a chance to ask the question. Please let Gayatri know. Sheikh. Hello, Mr. Reddy. Yes, sir. Yeah, sir. I spoke to you previously once. Uh, this is a Schedule A downgrade. Okay. Uh, and uh, luckily, I got approved in my premium classes, second attempt. Is no that in it. Texas? Is the Texas no. service center or Nebraska? Nebraska. Nebraska. Oh, really? Yes. No RFE. Okay. That's good. Trade approval. I've applied in November 2020. Uh-huh. Biometrics were done in July. Mm-hmm. Should I... Uh, expect the green card in this year's quota or should I? the reason is uh, uh, yeah, there's, not much, there's not much you can do right now you just have to wait okay. for the green card to be approved okay because I am due for H1 renewal in the November 2021 um, what, when is, did you get your EAD no well, wait for the EAD until October to see and two weeks before if you don't get it file a H1B extension in the normal process Normal processing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank okay. you. That's Thanks good. For we yeah, we, we have heard many stories from Texas Service Center, but not much from Nebraska Service Center. That's good to know. Yeah. A couple Thanks of my friends from Nebraska had NOID, premium process, right. regular process, right. NOIDs, right. and denial. Right. Right. I just took we, my chances. Yeah. Texas Service Center had good results, but not Nebraska. But that's good to know. Good. Yeah, I thought I would. Uh, you can share with your clientiles. Sure, sure. Thank you. Thank you yeah, so but much. But still, Nebraska is a risky buddy, <laughs> according to us. I got lucky. Okay, then. Okay, then. Yeah. Thank Next you. Thank Divya. Divya. Hi. Can you hear me now? Yes, ma'am. We can yeah. hear. Yeah. Yeah. I had a question regarding um, job change. 
so i have mm-hmm. downgraded uh, last october and i uh, and it's been more than 180 days and i 140 is pending but i have applied mm-hmm. for uh, premium processing last week uh, so in case of um, so right now in my situation i'm changing the job and in the new job would we have to do the labor uh, the perm and then i 140 all over again or is it just uh, the uh, the ac21 portability um what is your priority date uh 2014 august so you filed adjustment of status in october is right yeah last year yep and did you file a downgrade i140 or you did yes. it's a straight and is it i140 and that yes. is approved is it right no that was still pending but i have filed for premium processing now last week so are you planning to move after the i140 approval or before yes. the i140 no after after Sounds good. Sounds good. That's a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, no, ma'am, you don't have to do anything. You just need to file something called AC21. You don't have mm-hmm. to file a permanent I-140 again. But don't move before the I-140 is approved, okay? Okay, okay, okay. And uh, uh, what if the date gets current by the time I move? That's next month, right? Like we don't have That's the fine. bulletin yet. That's it's fine. still fine? Okay. That's right. Absolutely not a problem. If it okay. gets current and you don't get the green card and uh, you move, that's fine. It's not, it doesn't cause any problem. Okay, sounds good. All right, thank you. Next Prabhu? person, please. Hey, hi. Uh, this is Prabhu here. Uh, so this is uh, for my wife. Uh, so who's currently here in US on H4. And her H1B is previously approved in the last year cycle. So while she was in India, it was approved. Uh, but due to COVID situ- situation, we can't get stamped. So she had to travel in H4. So she received an I-797B form last year. Uh, and the question now is we are willing to convert her status to H1. What's uh, the reason why she received I-797B when she was here? No, uh, the application was started while she was in India. And it uh-huh. was approved while she was still in India. Sounds and good. that's why so like, she does, received I-797B. Does the same company have a job offer for her? Yeah, she, uh, they do. You, you can convert into from H4 to H1. Okay. So that is, it will be cap exempt, right? That is absolutely right. That's absolutely right. That is going to be cap exempt. Sorry, can you hear me? That is going to be cap exempt. Oh, let me check that. One second. Gayatri, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. I'm able to hear you. Yeah, it is cap exempt. She doesn't have to go to the cap, sir. Prabhu? He hey, yeah, so it looks like I was muted. Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, so it is cap exempt, and then the attorneys can file for that uh, uh, change of status while she is still in US. She doesn't need to travel for her stamping. No, sir. she doesn't need to. Only the same company that got the H1B approval can do it. No other company can do it. Okay, and that can be done through premium? Or like yes, it can, be done pre- it can be done in premium. Okay, thank you so much. That's what I was looking for. Karat? Yeah, hi. Uh, am, I, am I audible? Yes. Yes, you are. Yeah, hello, Mr. Rahul. Uh, my name is Karan and uh, I'm currently living in Canada. Uh, my future spouse is in is in the United States. Uh, she's in, in Dallas and Texas and she's a U.S. citizen. 
so uh, we were planning to uh, get married um, uh, probably this year but i am not able to f- file for a fiance visa so my plan was to probably go in on a on a b1 b2 over there and then probably uh, apply for a marriage license so i wanted to check with you if there would be any legal implications if i do that do you have a b1 b2 or you don't no so the thing is i have applied um, i filled in my ds160 and i'm waiting for an appointment but the earliest appointment i'm getting is only for august 2022 so i spoke to the consulate here in, in toronto okay, and let's hold on hold on just a minute okay technically yeah. speaking about you cannot come here with a plan to get the marriage on okay. a b1 b2 if you want to the only visa that is available is a mm-hmm. fiance visa but then can i show that it was a sudden plan or something like that and not but, speak about it at, the, at but, this point but they will know it once they mm-hmm. know it they'll catch you in the airport they'll deport you put you in detention for four days in jail and then put you back okay okay uh, because i have seen people they announce everywhere in the market that they are they are they, they are engaged and they come here they have they have some or the other weakness there on my they show and i don't know how they catch it but they catch it my okay. advice is that uh, if you are eligible for h1b and all those things you can but not on b1 b2 uh so what i'm trying to do now is like i just thought of visiting her and her father over there because she she lost her mother so um, i'm i'm trying to apply for an emergency uh, or expedited visa appointment uh, I, i think so you're getting me you know in front of 100 people and a recorded line that's even much worse what you're doing you should consult a lawyer privately you got my point mm, no, i wanted to ask you about the emergency visa so, services first before emergency service though I don't think so you're eligible for B1 B2 but you're announcing on the recorded line with a video saying that I am going to get married I want to give it I want to tell them that I'm not going to get married that's wrong you see No no see the thing is there is there are no marriage plans as of now I mean eventually I would want to on the well, on the right let's do one thing sir you need to consult a lawyer separately privately okay these things cannot be discussed in the recorded line okay. next person please anmat hi we have to discuss Thanks. when the person recorded line says that i have a plans to get married and then they change it go ahead sir yeah thanks rahul for taking the call i know it's it's guys was not understanding i don't know why but anyway yeah. uh I, i hear your point so my question is uh, i have i have a priority date of uh, 2013 july and we have applied for uh, i140 downgrade and approved in premium as well as uh, 485 apead uh, all filed with me, with my me as a primary and my wife as a derivative and my kid but because of some emergency back in india my wife had to travel last week and i my question is will there be an impact to the i1 uh, sorry not i140 apead in any case and uh, also 485 while she is in india she'll be back in couple of weeks does she have the h4 visa already yes. stamped in the passport Yes, she already has. Any, does she has any other stamp? Uh, any other chi- children who are born here in USA? You said you have yes. one derivative kid who was born in India. Yes, she, yeah, one is in India and one is in US. She also got the exemption for the NIE. She doesn't need exemption for NIE. Yeah, yeah, if she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, no, sir. I, I am not expecting any problem. Even if the advance parole gets denied. 
that's not a problem she can come on h4 because you yeah. told me that the h4 is already stamped it has a validity she can come back yeah. i don't see any problem in her coming back i don't see any problem in her getting the green card yeah see just a correction there when i say h4 she has the petition she already submitted for the uh, dropbox appointment uh, yesterday actually in fact uh-huh. and uh, the documents are submitted for stamping for h4 so she but will she have an appointment yeah, yeah she got the appointment she... sorry go ahead she will get it um if she gets a stamping i don't see any her any problem in coming back into this country so are getting the thank you very much thank you very thank much you. i think that's much next person please Preeti Patel. Hey Rahul, um, it's Dikhan here. Uh, um, so I just want to update you that um, we follow your all the all the things, whatever you ask for it, and we already. Uh, I, I'm, I'm seeing it since yesterday. I'm seeing that new card is being posted uh, uh, for this. So I just want to say thank you uh, for your all the help. Sure. And uh, yeah, just want to uh, no. I, I'm Thank just you. out of the hook. So, the so uh, let me ask you this one question: Does your receipt no. number start with MSC? No, it's all the LIN number. I'm just going oh, to really? update to yeah. I just want to update all of you, right? Whoever got the RFE, right? They are looking inside the RFE. You have that officer ID. So some people, like you know, some officer is much active. Mine, mine was zero zero ex zero zero three five and zero four six nine. No, there are too many Four. officers. There are yeah, too many I officers. just want to, you know, if he's Nebraska, I just want to give you that. Sure. I uh, know. Okay. Yeah. Sounds thank good. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for thank coming you, and giving the feedbacks. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Mm. Dinesh. Next person. Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, so my 485 was filed in uh, last October. I just mm-hmm. got the EAD approval. Now, nice. can I do the second job in parallel with the primary job? Do you have your I-140 approved? Uh, I-140 hasn't been approved. I I'm going to file it next week in premium process. I would like you to get the I-140 approval though. Okay, and let's say if I get the I one forty approved, and can I directly ah. work on secondary employer on EAD? Oh yeah, EAD? you can work. You can work for ten employers. But do can do I need to update my I nine with the primary uh, employer as well, or no? I do I need to go outside the country? Nothing. It's always oh, you don't you don't need to go outside the country. You may want to just okay. give an EAD to your company's HR to update in the records, and that will end your duty with Whether the primary updated, employer. With the primary employer. Okay. Okay. Got it. So there is no risk on 485 denied no. or anything with doing the two jobs. I mean, there is there is always a chances, right? Lightning may strike. Something can happen. That is But true. But if yeah. you have your I-140 approved, you practically mm-hmm. are 99 percent. You are in good shape. Okay. Awesome. Then thank you very much for your help. Next person, please. Yep. Bye. Prashant. Yeah. Thanks, Raul. Thanks for t- giving me this opportunity. Uh, my priority date is uh, Feb 2013, uh, EB2 to EB3 downgrade, and uh, my 140 got approved in May. Mm-hmm. So in June, I have also applied for my H1 extension uh, along with my wife's uh, H4 EAD renewal, mm-hmm. and my H1 got extended as um, approved as well. But my question here is right: 
if i haven't got my biometric set my i haven't received my ead or nothing yet on my 485 mm-hmm. but my if my wife if i get my ead 485 ead and my wife uses that 485 ead will she get stuck with that uh, eb3 application for any reason in the future if i apply for i mean for any reason in the future maybe in next year for any reason if i don't get the green card and uh, if the retrogation happens and uh, i file i file for a eb2 485 can she still be on that eb2 application or she will she be still be she'll be uh, she's married to the adjustment of status but okay. not married to the eb3 though no she's not okay but as a primary if i use that eb uh, ead i am stuck to the no EB3. no no still still you're fine you can okay. still use the eb2 oh, when you move yeah you can still do that uh, you can still do the interfiling and change it though although i do not promote it because okay. there are a lot of complications associated with it technically you are still eligible for interfiling oh okay so that should not be like we are not getting married right. to that application all we are no. doing ma- no okay. you are marrying to the adjustment of status not to eb3 okay got it all we need to do is apply for another 485 uh, with eb2 that's all no 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 wait wait wait, wait. Uh, yeah no once you use the ead you cannot file the 485 again yeah that's what my question was so in case if i don't yeah, get my but, but you and, said you said yeah. can you use the eb2 though you can use the eb2 without filing a 485 application okay oh, okay you, you just need to yeah. okay got you, you, got you just need to interfile the eb2 application okay. you don't have to file the 485 again got you. yeah so yeah now we got it okay then. yep thank you sir deepak hello this is deepak um uh, my priority date is january 2012 and 140 premium crossing approved nebraska service center um biometric was done in the month of april um i didn't get any ead uh, and advance payroll i'm still waiting for um RFE. I interfiled medicals on August 10th, uh, but I'm due for uh, H-1B renewal and H-4 and H-4 EAD in next year, January. Is there any other options right now for me? Do you want me to go with H-1, H-4 renewals in the month of next year? Uh, you filed in October of 2020, though. Yes. So the only fear that you may have is actually your wife being not employed after January, is right? No, no. Uh, we, we do have already H4 and H4 EAD until next year. Until uh, until January, January you have it. Yeah. So I would not file the H1 and H4 right now if I would. Uh, the, 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 prob- the problem is, can I interview for a while? The problem yeah, is, if, if, if we don't get EAD or green card by December this year, then she's going to lose the job, right? So that is what my concern right now. So yeah, I got the point. Wow. But yeah, even if you file right now, there is very less chance that she's going to get the H4 EAD by January. Right. So, and the chance for the adjustment of EAD to be approved by January seems to be almost like 95, 98%. And the chances for her to get EAD approval if you file H-1B and H-4 and EAD seems to be less than 5, 5 to 10%. So, I don't know. I would not, but okay. is it illegal? Absolutely not. 
you can file if you want. Okay. So do you do you think it will come by it, January? I, I, I may not file it for the Okay. Okay. So do you think it will come by January? Okay. I am ninety-five percent. It should come by January. Either EAD or green card, right? I'm I'm, I'm from right. the service center. I, uh, I was yeah, not either EAD, either EAD or advanced parole should come by January. So that's my expectation. Okay, can I ask you one more question? Are you anticipating yeah. any lawsuit in the future? We are banging our heads like anything. We have so many consultations. Because, because, because you helped me in the past. We 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 filed lawsuit. Uh, uh, that <laughs> that H four EAD also we got into we got into trouble later on. Though. Not trouble. We are not getting the approvals anymore. Um, that H four EAD is a different issue. Yeah, yeah. Adjustment of status. <laughs> At least I'm talking. I'm not talking about H four EAD. At least I'm talking about either either four eighty five processing times or or I right right. Processing we we, we are trying it. We are trying it, and we are putting our own money instead of other people's money and trying it. And we are failing and failing and failing. And once if we are successful and we get at least one circuit court judge or one district judge that will agree with us and at least willing to pursue, then we will take all the people's money. But at right now, we don't. Want to? I mean, you have seen what happened with uh, Siskin, but we were expecting that, though. We tried ourselves. We tried ourselves. Uh, so, at this point of time, we don't have any concrete thing that we can say. If something pops up, we will certainly let everybody know. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Next person, please. Balinder. Yeah, hi, Rahul. This is Balinder here. Uh, my I one forty has been approved a month ago with AC two one. I changed the. Input. Can you speak a little bit louder? Oh, uh, uh, am I audible now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My i485 has been approved uh, a month ago with AC21, and then uh, I'm planning to change employer, a new employer again. So wait, wait. Uh, Your 485 has been approved. Yeah. What is that? Yes. That means you got a green card. Yes, yes, I do. You can do whatever you want to. You can flip a burger in McDonald's. You can become a lawyer. You can sit at home, do nothing. You could be a Microsoft CEO. The only thing I don't want you to do is sell weed or heroin. And that's fine. So one quick question here: If I change my employer just immediately after getting a green card, will will change of job have any impact on my green card? And then, or it might have any impact in future while I apply for naturalization? None in applying. None for your green card. None for your citizenship. No impact. None whatsoever at all. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Ram, for your service. Thank you. RP. RP. Sandeep. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I have a quick question. I applied for my I one forty downgrade uh, in October AB two to AB three. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the pre we applied for premium processing twice, and uh, at Texas Service Center, it did not go through, saying that original perm is not there. Is there only anything different we can do other than trying again? As in, I was reading somewhere that we can have a FOIA and get the copy of the perm. No, we tried that. We tried that. They already have the perm. When your when your company lawyer filed an I one forty though, he already submitted the form to them. Um, so the, the, you can do that. You can try that trick. I don't know which one works. The only thing that somebody said is do TikTok dance, um, but I don't know how to do that. 
with the with the immigration so we tried everything else other than tiktok dance <laughs> so maybe just keep on trying our luck that's all Perhaps. that's all yeah uh, a quick question second question if you can just accommodate that uh biometrics for me and my daughter who is india born we we are done and mine is done for close to a month haven't received any biometrics for my wife uh, you should have taken your wife along with you there are some success stories and some failure stories oh, okay did you um, did you chat did you chat with emma about your wife's uh, biometrics yeah rahul i chatted with her enough that now they are saying that this is the sixth time you are reaching us for the same <laughs> and i actually asked her uh, on the agent actually the live agent first that can i take my wife she might have uh, her uh, mail might have no. been missed they said no yeah no you should have taken a respect to of that oh you should have taken a respect to um but did you ever she did she ever applied for h4 extension here in yes. united states yes did in the recent got... past less than maybe less than 8 9 months but so was the case with my daughter as well both of them were yeah. the nothing can be done right now let's hope that they use h4 ead so h4 uh, biometrics no. there's nothing can be done okay thanks rahul thank you next person please adi hi gayatri and uh, hi rahul thank you for uh... uh taking time and uh, addressing our concerns i have uh, one quick question uh, this is related to my daughter my, i have a four year kid and uh, i was trying heavily to get her uh, a school uh, uh, what you can say slot and uh, unfortunately i'm not getting anywhere in philadelphia i stay in philadelphia in exton so one of the school montessori academy they said that if uh, they are running short of teachers and what they insisted is if my wife she is on h4 but uh, still ead is in progress with the receipt number what they were saying is if she can volunteer uh, they can provide a, a school seat for my kid so what i thought was i just wanted to be pretty much sure that is she eligible to do a volunteer if my daughter gets a school seat now that is not legal the number one reason is that you're <laughs> she's working to get a seat that's not a volunteer technically speaking about period the volunteer is you go and plant the trees outside the trees can be enjoyed by everybody okay but if she is going to do it for her home that's not volunteer so in this case she is doing it for getting the child admitted that's not volunteer job okay so i did mention them that uh, this is something that uh, we don't have ead and uh, if you don't want to give my daughter a seat please let us know but uh, this is something that i am also not comfortable then what they said was you can try for church schools where there are non profit organizations and uh, we went back for some church schools and what they were mentioning is she has to complete some uh, what you can say child abuse history clearance online pa criminal history and fbi clearance which i am not comfortable so i thought of asking you whether is it really uh, uh, good to add in all the profiles in that or uh, completely i didn't understand one thing why so you can't admit your daughter to a private school we can but uh, it is so what, it, what is that what they are saying is until uh, they are running short of teachers and what they are saying is we can provide uh, your daughter a school seat provided if uh, my wife can volunteer them without the no that, that is not volunteer that is not volunteer so you have to you must have an alternative things for her though okay 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 got it thank you and is it, is it really worth to 
add any child abuse history clearance and pa criminal history clearance online or uh, that means that she is not abused is that what like they were asking, yeah they were asking to go for a pa clearance fingerprint pa criminal history clearance and uh, child abuse history clearance online which i am not sure whether why exactly it has to be done i don't know i have uh, that was just one second yeah I don't know why they have to do it. I'm I'm not sure why they are doing it because I don't recall when I, my child is admitted. We never I never heard of like that though. I never heard these kind of stories. What you are saying, never. So I am not expert in that. Then you may have to consult other people though. Okay. Th- thank you very much, Rahul. Sunil. That's strange. Uh, hey, uh, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, so this is uh, related to EBT to EB3 downgrade. My priority date is October 2015. So last year I couldn't do it, but this year my lawyer, the company lawyer, current company lawyer, contacted telling like there is a uh, possibility of that happening this year. Like I can downgrade to yeah. Yes. So 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 one question is my employer currently is not in a very good shape in the um, like there could be layoffs and also I, so my question is if I change the employer this month in September will the new employer will be able to do the same thing like uh, no they have to file a permanent I one forty yeah but now also we are going to file a permanent I one forty no no no. You only file I one forty. If oh. you are working with company A, you're downgrading it. You already have an I one forty approval. You just file an I one forty, which can be done in two days. And some lawyers will take one week. Some lawyers might take ten days. Some lawyers might take two days. But to file a perm, it will take approximately one to two years to get okay. the perm approval. Okay. So so only a... your existing company can file direct I one forty. No oh. other company can do it. Okay. 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 Thank you. Next person, please. Salman. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. We are not going to have question and answers because I'm driving. Uh, it's a long uh, vacation for me, so I'll extend the time by about five to six minutes. But there will not be question and answers uh, on the chat that you are leaving, guys. Sorry. Salman, go ahead. Hello, Rahul. Uh, first of all, thanks for everything you are doing for the community. Uh, sure. It's very appreciative, and I'm, I'm following all of your videos. Uh, I have a couple of questions. Uh, I got my biometric appointment on twenty-first of September. Can I take my medicals uh, at that time for interfiling? No, they won't. They won't take it. They won't take it. And yeah. uh, what is the timeline? Do you think after uh, my case was at uh, Texas Service Center, and uh, it was filed in uh, my lawyer actually originally filed on October second itself, but the uh, USCIS rejected that application. Because of some improper filing, so we refiled in December twenty fourth. So the biometric just got delayed, and like you know, we just we're just getting it now. What do you what do you think? Like you know, um, my medical. If we, if we if we, yeah, you go ahead submit the medical interfiling, Gayatri uh, is going to give you the link there. Okay. Um, right now, Texas Service Center is the worst place you could have been, but yeah. obviously you don't have much option. Right, the people right. whom we filed in October, they are still getting. Some of them have not got the receipt notices. So you're lucky you got it, the Texas Service Center. But as such, there is not much you can do right now. 
Okay. And one last thing, uh, can we get uh, like, you know, the USCIS director's email so we can uh, send emails to them about doing something for Texas Service Center? Um, um, if you go to, um, uh, Gayatri has given a link to you uh, okay. for writing the congressman. Uh, if you go to the if you go to the the past three emails that we have created for congressmen and other things, in there yeah. there are email addresses of ombudsman and also USCIS director. I have written to everybody, uh, Rahul. Ombudsman, even White House. I have written. I, I was just thinking to write to USCIS director as well. I've actually tweeted to VP Kamla Harris also of all of these uh, issues. It should be there. If not, I will provide. Uh, I will try to put that link on the website by uh, by. By Tuesday. Okay. All right. Thank you, Raul. Thanks so much. Thank That's you. all. Thank right. you. Thank you so much. Janani. Janani. Uh, hi. Could you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Hello. This is Janani, and uh, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the chance to ask me question. So I sure. just traveled to US uh, for the first time in 2017 with H4 visa. Then mm -hmm. I traveled back to India in 2020. And there, and I, I uh, my employer applied for a new H1 uh, petition and it got approved when I was in India. But due uh -huh. to this COVID uh, thing, I couldn't get an uh, appointment to get my H1B visa stamp. So uh, since my husband was here, I thought to travel in H4 visa. So I had my H4 stamping done and I came to US. So I have my H1 petition approved, but I haven't st uh, stamped it uh, yet. You, so you can have the you can you can have the company that filed the H1 be applied for a change of status from H4 to H1. You can change the status within United States. You will not be subject to cap map. Okay. Okay. Okay, so it is not a problem to uh, come in H4 visa when I have my H1 petition approved, right? Ah, that, there is called dual intent visas. There is called single intent visas. If you would have come on a B2 visa, F1 visa, that may have been a trouble though. Coming on okay. H4 visa while you have the H1 approval, absolutely no problem with it. Okay, thank you, thank you. I just wanted to know that one. Thank you, thanks for your next question. Kavi, hi. Uh, I have applied I four eighty five in October, and mm -hmm. also I have my I one forty approved. I got EAD everything, uh, but uh, my EAD is going to expire in this December. So I'm worried if I change the job, uh, um, I'll not get the extension to change with my. First of all. Did you already applied for the EAD extension? Yeah, I did. You are allowed to work for a period of 180 days after your EAD expires. This is this is the adjustment of status EADs, right? That yeah. you're speaking about, yeah. yeah. You're allowed to work for 180 days after the EAD expires. And you told me that you filed an extension, you got a receipt notice, right? Uh, I didn't get the receipt notice. Uh, I you told it. Yeah, you I told they gave me a number, but they my address, everything is correct, but they said we already sent, but I didn't receive. My lawyer also did not receive. Yeah. Um, the US, the, some of the people may take the receipt notice mm -hmm. uh, as an employment authorization. Some of the people may not. That oh. depends on the company though. Um, unfortunately, there is no check to track. 
you can do one thing file one more gd extension ma'am okay that'll be easier you'll get a receipt notice okay it's free anyways right mm-hmm. okay. so provide that as an evidence once this approval comes in you can use this approval okay until that i can work for 180 days yeah okay. yeah next okay. person please file one more time if you don't have a receipt notice if somebody may ask it who knows next person please vidya sagar hi hi rahul thank you for uh, for thank you for your support uh, rahul uh, this is the question regarding h4 npt um, so when i was in us uh, uh, we missed filing h4 uh, for 60 days extension h1b was extended without no issues but my company although i submitted h4 for uh, extension they missed it for 65 days later i realized that okay this is something i missed and i immediately filed npt uh, h4 npt and uh, my perm uh, my 60 year cap was uh, extend uh, was expiring and i have to travel back to india along with my wife so we left usa on we left usa on 2020 we came back to india and while my perm i140 h1b are in process the h4 npt was approved and the approval they asked for a biometric and we said we are in india we could not attend biometric and eventually the h4 approval we received the h4 approval notice from usgs backdated to the date when we received uh, uh, backdated from the requested date not just for 60 days we also been covered okay. now or now the thing i have in ds 160 days a question have you ever been out of status for my wife so answer answer, answer yes to that question yes okay and and we can say that npt was filed and, and there was no uh, filed filed h4 extension later on put it on the yeah. record okay yeah and 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 even though it is approved from there is not a single day we are in out of status it was backdated and approved but still, but still we, yeah, yeah okay. still answer it yes because yeah. if they would interpret it, because it depends on the officers some of the officers may believe the story some of the officers may not believe the story why take a risk if you answer yeah. yes your probability of getting approval is very high yeah and it is not even 180 days it's just like 65 that's days good. we came back you did, yeah. you did yeah. smart thing of moving though yeah. not yeah. waiting Thank for the npt i'm very surprised yeah. they approve the npt for the people who don't deserve it i mean you left the country what good is that for you but that is what they don't do law- it yeah lawyer said that it is abandoned anyway but somehow i did not get a chance to attend the biometric nor do anything but finally <laughs> it they got approved and i yeah. it's a surprise so but, but it's but, a good thing that you you lawyer advised you very good thing for you to leave the country i mean you did a smart thing not relying on that one yeah and i am surprised the change of status got approved without biometrics when you told them you left the country i mean this yeah. is like stupidity beyond all extent it is not change of it is just h4 extension just just like that ah, so, h4 extension uh, is not considered to be abundant though that's fine yeah, uh, yeah. but so, still anyway they approved their non protect they approved without the biometrics yeah yeah without biometrics yeah, still, they yeah still answer and, still answer yes to that yeah, you have been out yes, of yeah. uh, didn't maintain the status next person we, thank you ruchir hi uh, can you hear me yes hi thank you for taking my call so um, this is about an uh, i539 extension which i filed for my father he was here he is here for on b2 but due to covid situation we did file so i filed twice uh, one uh, but did not get any biometrics appointment till july and 
tragically we missed that appointment because we didn't get the notice also because we were changing the address so i tried calling to reschedule and it went to the uh, automatic voice in the ai assistant and the question was asked that did you miss your appointment i said yes did you miss your appointment more than once i said no and the response was that the appointment will be rescheduled in 60 days automatically and the and the appointment was scheduled on july 2nd and today is september 3 we haven't received any communication on his online account or in the mail so i'm not sure what to do and then what is the next step nothing can be done right now nothing can okay. be done because uh, if they say 60 days that means that's not 60 days um okay. so nothing can be done right now you just have to wait and he has to he has to leave the country before october 30 so if uh, by october 30 he did not get any appointment they can leave they can leave make sure you have all the documentation next time when they come back unless it's been denied extension has been denied before they left the country they can still come back but of course they should not come back soon okay much at least wait one and a half year so wait um uh, they can leave keep all the documentation just in case when they come back they need to show that they filed the extension and the extension was still pending at the time when they left okay okay so uh, in not attending the, attending the appointment will start still not decided that it's abandoned or cancelled right so he doesn't look think, like it doesn't yeah. look like as a okay and he can he has to wait for one and a half year before coming back Mm-hmm. Okay. Because because that's a long time. The person has been staying in the country. People are yeah. supposed to visit the country, not stay in this country. So yeah. if they're coming back within short time, that's not good at all. Next person, please. Thank you, Guru Sharad. Hey, uh, last person, uh, last person today, guys. It's about four ten. Go ahead, yeah. sir. No problem. Okay, Raul. So I'll make it quick. File for adjustment of status in October. and uh, got my um, approval just couple of days back however wait 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 what do you mean approval green card approval yes 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 okay and uh, i am actually traveling outside the country so when the when the green card is delivered can i have them mail it to me and i can use it to enter mm-hmm. back in the us you can okay so no problem with that yep. and the other question is i also had a pending h1b amendment um withdraw we need do we need to do anything with that or does that get withdraw right withdraw right withdraw right okay it needs to be withdrawn okay anything else no raul that's it okay thank you guys the next conference call will be uh, there will not be anything on monday next conference call will be on tuesday guys thank you Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites: rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.